Yeah, uh, who cried in Hereditary. Very, I couldn't. I actually couldn't stop thinking of that scene. <laughs> I can't either. Every time I saw him, and he's a perfectly fine actor. No, he's a great actor. I just think they could have done another take on that. Hereditary. I agree. I agree. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. Alright everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from All The Things. <laughs> hello, hello. And today we're going to be doing a mini-pod. Jumanji-pod. Yeah, sure. Jumanji, <laughs> the next level. Um, uh, the sequel to, I guess, was a surprise hit uh, from a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, from what I remember, I mean, they were obviously intending this. They were hoping this would be a franchise. I mean, I know they, because I mean, obviously, as quickly as this was made, they had to have some some stuff, you know, in motion. But uh, I definitely don't think they thought it was going to be the hit it was. I mean, it made almost four hundred million domestically. It came out. Right after Last Jedi did, and uh, and it it was a weird placement because yeah. a movie like that you want to have a broad audience, and everybody's watching Star Wars. They sort of effectively became counter programming and just killed it. Yeah, well, I mean, you figure you know Last Jedi sold out showings, people taking their family, they'll go see Jumanji instead, and it, it really worked in their favor. It was I was reading last night actually, it was uh, twelve weeks in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know that this one's going to do quite that yeah. box office wise, but I, I, I don't think they're going to be hurting at the end of the day. I think it's going to do just fine. I resisted the first one for a while. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it until it was because Aaron invited me out to that Critics' Choice Awards thing. Mm -hmm. That was late January, I believe, of 2018. Yep. And um, so I, was, I, I flew into L.A., one morning it was like an ungodly early morning yeah. and uh and uh went to my hotel and my hotel didn't have uh, wasn't ready for me and they didn't have my room ready for me yeah because yeah. it was like not it was like 9 a.m yeah. <laughs> i've been there so <laughs> maybe it was nine or maybe it was closer to 10 but i i uh i was like well I guess I'll wander around, and I found this theater close by that was playing Jumanji at like ten thirty. Yeah, and that's how that's why how I wasted time. That's so of course, funny. I got it. I bought the ticket as soon as I bought the ticket. They were yeah. like, "We have your room ready." Um, <laughs> uh, and I watched it, and I very much enjoyed that first one. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I took I took my daughter to see it, and I mean, we we didn't wait that long, but I'm pretty sure it was a couple weeks after it came out. Like, we didn't go see it immediately. And uh, I remember being really surprised, like we were talking about how well it did. I mean, this was like two weeks later, probably like a Thursday afternoon. I mean, this is during Christmas breaks. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people out, but still. And the theater was just packed. Yeah. I mean, it was just so many people there. And uh, even two weeks later, so I was like, oh, this is doing well. Uh, but I think that's it. I don't know that people necessarily loved it, but I think it was just such a pleasant surprise that, like, it was almost one of those things where, like, this doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is fun. The cast is, you know, it's a good cast. They're having fun together. Um, uh, the Rock seemed to kind of get out of his own way, which is sometimes an issue with him in mm -hmm. some of his movies, yeah. and let other people uh you know share the screen with them mm -hmm. i guess mm -hmm. and um yeah so it it was just kind of fun um you know it was it was a good time 
So now we, uh, we, I guess we advance a year later on this one. I think it's a year. Yeah, I, I get. Uh, yeah, because I, I get the impression they were finishing out. I guess their senior year in the first one, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember if the first one was set around Christmas too. It probably, it might. I been. don't know, but the, uh, the, there. We know that the like the so called. I mean, he's not really the main character, but the Alex Wolf uh, guy, who's a young, who's Spencer, yeah, um, who cried in Hereditary, yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> who cried in Hereditary. Very, I couldn't, I actually couldn't <laughs> stop thinking of that scene. I can't either. Every I mean, time I saw him, and he's a perfectly fine actor. No, he's a great actor. <laughs> I just think they could have done another take on that. I, I agree. I agree. The, uh, um, but. Uh, yeah, he's in college. He's at NYU, uh, and he's in meantime he's like working at some like wall. It's not a Walgreens, but it's like some yeah, like a CVS. Or yeah, something. one of these type of places. And um, he's his uh, his boss is really pissed off about that toothpaste, man. He really <laughs> want man get get done with your toothpaste, man. This started off a little rough. <laughs> yeah, it did. In fact, the first 10, 15 minutes are awful. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely felt like, uh, they didn't really know how to get these characters back into this world. It was kind of, it was, it was odd. Yeah, they, they, so. I mean, cause we don't even know, like, for, let's start off with him. Like, he's supposed to be, like, miserable. Yeah. And we don't really know why, other than, you know, he's, uh. He's working at that job and uh, his suitcase breaks and it yeah, rains and it on rains him. I mean, on it's, just, him. it's just stuff like that. And uh, he <laughs> he broke up with Martha from the first movie, or he they've had they've got a break going yeah. or something. And not, he, her, the other two, and I don't know all the names of these people, but um, uh, you had uh, Fridge is one, and uh, who's the who's the other girl? Oh, it's uh, Bethany. Bethany. Uh, they all still mass text each other and stuff. I guess yeah. I don't know. They're they they're like sort of getting together, and everybody realizes they haven't talked to Spencer in a while. Yeah, yeah. They're all coming. They're all, I guess they all went to college elsewhere, mm-hmm. and they're coming back for Christmas break or ho- the holidays, uh, and um, they're gonna meet up for brunch. Yeah, and uh, and uh, they um, they said, well, we haven't talked to Spencer in a while. Let's go over to his house. Yeah. Spencer, who is uh, you know in this you know this uh, horrible state in his life, decides I'm gonna I'm gonna fire this Jumanji game up again, and uh, he goes he goes inside Jumanji again. Yeah, they uh, yeah, like you're saying, this first like ten or fifteen minutes. I mean, they they're yada yada in a lot. Well, yeah, the um, now I don't remember how they ended that first one, but there was I guess there was the some of the characters in this were like, how did he get it back? Yeah, because they were in the first one, they were at the school because yes. they were cleaning up. They were as like a detention kind right. of situation. So I guess we're, I guess he went back to the school and, and yeah. got it. And I couldn't remember. I guess they broke it. Like I couldn't even remember that part. Yeah, that was the it's thing. Broken. They, they seem to be surprised that it even existed. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't remember if they were supposedly destroyed it or what but he's gone inside they go down there into the basement after they can't find him and like oh he did this now meanwhile the movie has introduced two new characters danny devito plays his grandfather plays spencer's grandfather yeah danny glover 
plays the uh, guy who used to be partners with Danny DeVito of a restaurant. Yeah, I actually, I actually thought uh, from the way the previews made it out to be, I thought they were a couple. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I w- like like in a way they are. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's maybe it, I mean. I, where you know, there's a lot of interpretations you could throw in there, but they do act like a an old married couple. They do for sure, yeah. Uh, but by the well, that's spoilery. Uh, but um, <laughs> anyway, the uh, he that he's come, Danny Glover has come by, and apparently it's been 15 years yeah. since they've uh, seen each other. They had a falling out uh, over this restaurant and everything. Um, this is the most yada yada moment though, is when they turn on Jumanji downstairs. And two of the kids go. Yeah. And then Danny DeVito and Danny Glover, who aren't even in the basement. No, they kind of show the green stuff or whatever. It's going up the stairs, but it's still, yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it skips Bethany. Yeah. And and it takes those two guys yeah. for some reason. We don't, we'll never know. Um, and then Bethany like goes off and gets Colin Hanks. Yeah. From who, the f- yeah. Who was in the first one? He was the Nick Jonas was his avatar. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. So that was that was a that immediately put me in this whole like. <laughs> first off, they didn't get to choose their characters, uh, although the movie has some things in there where, and maybe that's spoilery too. But um, I it, mean, there is some stuff in the preview, like you you see in the preview that like Fridge ends up in Jack Black's body, mm-hmm. and then you eventually see that Bethany finds her way back there. I yes, mean, that, but yeah. It, it, yeah, it just doesn't. They didn't get to choose their characters. Yeah, and then I don't understand how they how Bethany gets Colin Hanks back, and Colin Hanks just happens to be able to get to be Nick Jonas again. And yeah, Bethany, <laughs> and Bethany's a horse, and uh, which that's that's in the trailer as well. Yeah, so, yeah, we're but good. I didn't know how they were able to choose their yeah. own whatever. But uh, anyway, they're going to look for Spencer, and they find out that. Uh, Spencer is uh, is another character in the game. Yeah, because once once they get there, they think it's the Rock, but then that the or the Bravestone is that his name? Yeah, Bravestone. Yeah. But that ends up being Danny DeVito, and then uh, Danny Glover ends up being in uh, Kevin Hart's body. Yes, and this is where Kevin Hart gets to shine because he, oh, this he, might be my favorite Kevin Hart performance. It absolutely is. He get once he's doing Danny Glover, he is he's in that character. And the Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson, to be fair, does a very good job. I mean, he definitely finds it that but his his gets a little his gets a little annoying at times he his does it, I, now i'm not i thought i always thought devito was uh like yeah he's italian yeah but they make him sound like <laughs> jewish or something yeah they do like it's like an old ornery like jewish grandfather yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, and i know devito's got a weird kind yeah. of like very very it, distinct voice and, and everything th- there's a there's a great bit though at the once they get there martha is back in the is it karen gillen yeah karen uh, is it is it gillen is that yeah, right karen gillen karen gillen uh who karen gillen i will say also gets to shine in this movie mm-hmm. i think a little more than she does in the original and 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 it's good like mm-hmm. she's really good in this but um i do love the bit right at the beginning when they get there and uh, obviously, uh, Devito and Glover's characters don't understand what's going on, mm-hmm. and they but they do that whole like annoying thing, where, like sometimes. And you have this; everybody has this with their grandparents or even their parents if their parents are older, where you have to explain something to them like five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kept doing the like, so like, what's Jumanji? You know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And that was and that was really funny for a bit. They kind of 
th- that gets old after yeah, a while. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, but Hart and Johnson are having a lot of fun. And I think Hart does a better job. I am curious what you thought about Jack Black. Yeah, this is a weird thing, right? <laughs> so we're in this age now where, where we're kind of in this oversensitivity type of yeah, thing. Yeah. And so Jack Black, by necessity almost, has yeah. to do a fridge impersonation. Yeah. So it's uh, you know it's a white guy doing a black voice. Yeah, which which isn't bad. But what what and I don't know if this is because he's in the movie. But what it sounded like to me was he was essentially doing Robert Downey Jr. impression from Tropic yeah. Thunder, which Jack Black's in Tropic right, Thunder right, right. with him. So that might not be that coincidental. Yeah, but and it wasn't quite that extreme. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, he's not he's not doing the method actor thing. He's but it's definitely just, trying to act as much like yeah. Fridge does. Yeah, in exactly. This and, and, he, and he's and he's he's funny. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In fact. I even kind of found him, even though I actually liked him in the first one because he was the Bethany character, and he eventually gets there here, as we said, they show in the trailer. But um, he, I thought he did a really good job there. There's that great moment in the first one where he has to pee, mm-hmm. and you know he's like, "I've been wanting, I've been curious about this all day." You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, that's a really odd moment to have your eight, uh, well, at that time, six year old daughter yeah. uh, sitting right next to you. Like, why is everybody laughing? I have no idea. Uh, but um, so you you get it's kind of similar moments like that, but now he's fridge instead of, and they play up a lot about how the Jack Black character does. It doesn't even make any sense why he's in the game because mm-hmm. he just has so many weaknesses well yeah yeah he's they, they <laughs> drop him down in the desert and his all of his weaknesses are sun sand and like which uh, i love how he played that moment though he's like yeah he's like sun sand and uh i can't remember what the other thing is or heat maybe it's just heat yeah, yeah. and then he's like that should be okay yeah. <laughs> he's like standing in the middle yeah, of the yeah, desert yeah, yeah yeah um i guess before we get m- too far into spoilers I thought this was enjoyable in spots. Um, I thought the game that they played was was less defined than the first yeah. one. The first one, it just seemed like, oh, they take the, they have to get the stone, they have to put the stone in the thing, and that's that's yeah, how. Yeah, yeah. This one is a weird game. Like it just doesn't. A lot of the stuff that they have to do in this, yeah. I was like, is this what you would really do in a video game? Yeah. Um and it didn't feel like it. And it's the same game, right? That's the other thing. I mean, I guess they say the next level, so I guess this is supposed to be like level two. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, it just uh, it just doesn't seem like a very it's it's more RPG than yeah. like an action game. Uh, but it's uh it's a weird game, and there are a lot of things I have a lot of questions about it. <laughs> um, but um, uh, I'll go ahead and get into the grading because we do want to get into yeah, spoilers sure. here. Um, uh. On the strength of like the Kevin Hart performance in this, and there's some other mildly enjoyable things, I would say he elevates this to a B minus or okay. a C plus. Okay. I'm not. I, it's somewhere in there for me. Um, uh, I did. I, the, I think the first 10, 15 minutes or some of the just just slipshod. I don't know what's going on there. There's just a lot there's a lot of weird cutaways. Yeah. There's a lot of just no explanation going on. Yeah. It's just like let's just get back into this game. Well and there are and there are things that get answered later, but they're not really that interesting. No. Like and, and you kind of even forgot about them. Like you even forgot that was a thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um I had a lot of fun I think I had a little more fun with this than you did. I'm actually gonna give it a B. Okay. Um I like I, I have issues with it and I think it is a little, like you said, slipshot, especially at the beginning. But I do think it was kind of one of those things where they were like, We gotta get back in the game as quickly as possible because that's what people want to see. 
Uh, they still could have done a better job than they did. I mean, I don't need, like, some deep backstory, but, like, I don't know. These characters worked in the first one perfectly fine. I mean, you could have done something similar to the opening of the first one here. I mean, not the same thing, but I'm saying you were able to do this in the last one, so I don't know why you couldn't do something here that mm -hmm. worked just as well. Um, and uh, I also... Um, one of my problems with uh, Welcome to the Jungle, the last, which I guess this is technically the third movie in the Jumanji franchise, mm -hmm. um, but uh, one problem I had with Welcome to the Jungle was the villain. Mm -hmm. But Bobby Cannaval from that movie is awesome compared to the villain in this one. Like, yeah. I mean, the villain's almost such a non-essential character, and I guess that's fine. And honestly, I'm sure there's a lot of like this seems like a really shitty video game. Yeah, this is uh, Rory Rory McCann, yeah, who's yeah. from Game of Thrones. Who, who plays he, yeah, well. who I really like. Yeah, but, um, uh, but uh, he's just so underused in this, and it's just I don't yeah. know, it's just not that interesting. It, yeah, pretty much worthless. And then they make such a bit, and then but then they still have to have like a final a final moment with the villain, but you just don't care about him. Yeah. So I think that kind of takes away from, even though that's a really, that's one of the better action scenes. Um, and that's another thing like you were talking, and this might tie into what you were talking about. The actual, everything I liked in this was character based mm -hmm. because the action scenes are okay at best. I don't, mm. there was, there was not a single sequence in this where I was just blown away. The stuff with like the bridges, that was kind of fun. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, but at the same time too, it's just like there's one scene where there's like a ton of CG ostriches coming after them. There's one scene where there's CG monkeys. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's just it's a bunch of nonsense just coming at them, and I can't exactly figure out how they're getting out of it. Yeah. Um, especially because like the first one, uh, there become there becomes pretty big stakes with their remaining lives. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I actually, well, I guess we'll get into that in spoilers. But um, yeah, no, I'll, so I'm just going to give it, I'm going to give it a B, but I think like you, it's almost all characters. And a lot of it's Kevin Hart. I think Karen Gillan's really good. I think Jack Black's really good too. And and I don't know if it's spoilery or not, but screw you guys if it is. Um, <laughs> Aquafina is in this too. Yes, and, and, and she's good. And she's really good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I thought, the other acting that was good, really good in this, that's along with Kevin Hart, was Aquafina. I agree. I had no idea she was in it either, and mm -hmm. uh, so that was a nice surprise. I was like, "Oh, hey, it's Aquafina." Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a, it's decent. It's. I don't know if we're saying just rush out and go see it or anything, but no, I mean, I mean, I think it's, uh, it's definitely like it's kid friendly. I, I think it's, for the most part, it's um, you definitely, you, you definitely don't have a scene like the. The, the penis scene in the first one. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, no, I think this would be a fun holiday movie to take your family to, especially like if Skywalker sold out or something. You, mm -hmm. you could do a lot worse than this. Yeah. I had a good time with it. So. All right, let's get on to spoilers. No spoilers! Miss Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. She's, She's the sister and the She's daughter. They just no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to go all over the place on yeah, this fine. one, but one of the big things that I thought was weird is towards the end, you have, um, so you have, who is, okay, so you have the, Danny Glover is in the horse, the flying horse at the end of this. Yeah, we yeah we kind of mentioned that. A horse shows up with Nick Jonas right a, about halfway through. And Danny DeVito is playing, uh, who is he? Aquafina. 
He's an Aquafina at that point. And she actually does a better job than Dwayne Johnson. I well, that's it. what I'm saying. Aquafina <laughs> uh, does the Danny DeVito a lot better than, than – uh, but even she – They're still doing the Jewish grandfather. Doing that Jewish grandfather thing. But, like, okay, so at the end he go they, – they have to – they fly up into this this area with this, this stone, this yeah. gem or whatever, yeah. and it's supposed to fly into the sun or yeah. hit the sun or something, and then they're supposed to say Jumanji and everything. So – as soon as that as soon as that happened in this movie i was like well thank god uh bethany came went to go get colin hanks yeah and she just happened to bring the the flying horse with her because yeah. i don't know how they were supposed to get that gym up into the sun without him and yeah no you're right like <laughs> like remember also this is a video game so like the 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 reese darby character who's like the non-player yeah, character or whatever yeah. Um, Nigel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think his Nigel is his name. Uh, he comes in and explains all the rules uh, to the four players, and he never once says you're going to need something to fly up and no, a, that's into, a good point. You know, um, and so I thought that was just really strange. Uh, I've already mentioned that it's strange. First off, it's strange, I guess that that uh, Spencer goes in and then just happens to be the Aquafina character. I guess he didn't have any choice. Yeah. They because it's just uh, electricity and static. Yeah, and- I got the impression that he got sucked in the same way they did cuz they didn't actually start the video game. They just touched the controller and like mm-hmm. they got shocked and then they got sent in. Which is so. why I don't understand why Colin Hanks gets to be Nick Jonas again and uh, yeah. and why all the other characters that got sucked into the game just happened to be The Rock yeah. and Kevin Hart and yeah. Karen Gillan and <laughs> Jack Black. I don't want to just, you know, uh, but that stuff that you can just easily, you know, let slide and everything. It's just weird that it happened. Um, I hated that bridge scene. I oh, hated okay. it. Um, mainly because there's no problem solving there. They, at, at the beginning, the Jack Black character. Yeah. And whoever it is at that point, I think it's fridge. I think it is fridge. Is it fridge at that point? Yeah, because they go to. I believe they go to the water right after, after that. Uh, well, hold on a second. Now let me think about that for a second, because I I actually yeah 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 because Danny DeVito is still in The Rock at that point because yeah. I remember there's a whole thing at the end. Yeah, so right after that is where they're like, we got to do something different because like. You keep getting us killed. You're supposed to be a thief, but you're neurotic. So yeah, it was. So they're still all in the same. So places. yeah, whatever. The Jack Black character, yeah. who is the map guy and knows geometry, has this whole like, oh, we go, we jump here, we jump here, we jump here, and I was like, oh, cool. He's he's figured yeah. it out. Yeah. Just follow him, and it'll be yeah. good. But that plan goes right out the window immediately, and then then it looks like they're just randomly jumping yeah. the bridges, he's- and then the monkeys show up. Yeah. It's just like Ad Astra. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Let's <laughs> say like two two movies. We had no idea they would be so similar. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jumanji is the Ad Astra of December. It is <laughs> very much so. But yeah, you're right because once he says that, he's like, and then he's like, geometry, you know, fuck y'all or whatever yeah, yeah. he says, you know. Um, he's like, maybe this guy is okay. Then the bridges just start randomly moving. Yeah. It was after, oh, the rock jumps on one and then it just starts moving. So then his, his reasoning goes out the window, even though when they're still jumping from bridge to bridge, he keeps using that rationale. But at that point it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Cause he's like, now we got to go to that one. Why? Yeah. There's no, re- <laughs> we, we as an audience don't know why. And that's why I don't like it. And then yeah. once the monkeys show up, 
there is just an ungodly amount of chaos on the screen. Yeah. Like it is cutting left and right. There's all sorts of weird stuff going on in each shot. They only last for a second, even yeah. if that going on and everything. And it's just like, I, I, that's where I just sit down and go, okay, I'll just wait until this is over then. And I'm pretty I'm just sh- done. I, I think at that point, or we're pretty close. Most of them only have one life at that point. Right. Well, and yeah, some of them yeah. have are losing lives. Yeah during this and everything uh oh that that was another thing you're right because karen gillen dies in this part mm -hmm. and then comes back down and like how did i I, like i was sitting there thinking like how is she going to come back down on one of those bridges yeah and why doesn't why doesn't the game let her come back down on the cliff that they were just on which a normal game that's probably what it would do it would take you back to the start of whatever that level is wouldn't respawn you right above a bridge that's just plain unfair yeah exactly um and then of course she i mean that the bridges are rickety so and they're like smashing uh planks that are on it and everything but she lands on this thing from up in the sky and it just happens to yeah. say whatever but um, and then they kind of do that thing at the end where it's very uh i guess it's very temple of doom where he decides to he cuts the rope so they swing away from mm, the monkeys or mm, whatever yeah but then the monkeys get up on the cliff with them so they haven't actually escaped anything yeah 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 <laughs> um but uh yeah the i guess so you had the the main story is to get this like orange gem thing and like at the very beginning you're introduced to these whatever they are the Kilimanic brothers what is it what is it called yeah it's, i mean it is something like that i don't remember the exact name. i don't know yeah. rory mccann plays jurgen the brutal yeah. and he's the main bad guy but uh the main thing that they have the these whatever brothers are set to meet up with jurgen yeah. the brutal and him and him at his castle and I guess they figure out this is a detail that I completely missed. Uh-huh. I don't know if they figured this out on their own or not, but I guess they figured out that they needed to pose as these brothers to get into the the castle. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I, that was weird to me too because I felt like they were just at one. At, like Nick Jonas is just like I'm just going to go walk with these guys and see if they even realize I'm not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what it felt like. And then so Jack Black and Kevin Hart go, and then they get asked the question if they're the brothers, and then they look confused. Mm -hmm. But then they finally are like, yeah, that's us. Yeah, I I feel like that was just like completely just uh, on accident, and it just doesn't even seem part of a game that you would play. It it seemed like in the first one they followed the rules of a game. Like all the characters that they interacted with. For instance, there's a scene while they're playing the brothers, and they're going down that elevator. Yeah. And the guy behind them starts providing them yeah. details. And yeah. one one is that one of the brothers is a eunuch. And so there's a whole joke about yeah. where's his balls now and all this other stuff. Yeah. And normally a character like that who's in the background is a is a non-player character. So exactly. It, so they don't respond to things that you say. But this person in the background is responding to everything. Yeah, he's like repeating every like everything Jack Black says. He'll be like, "Yeah, that's right," or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Jack Black carries on this whole thing about he just and and it makes no sense why Black even keeps doing this. Yeah, like he's just trying to like piss off. Uh, Kevin Hart, I could piss off Fridge. Yeah. But in that situation, why would you do that? I don't even know why Fridge is so upset that, yeah, exactly. that, that, that there's an inference that his balls is gone. Because <laughs> he knows they're not. Because they, he knows they're not. <laughs> so I don't even know why. That's It's just one of those weird scenes where like, yeah, yeah. they're trying to tell, they're trying to be funny, haha, balls, 
and everything like that. But it just doesn't. It didn't register to me. It made a lot of. It just didn't make a lot you of. You know, sense. now that we're talking about that, I guess that that might be the penis scene. Maybe they did have to do that. Maybe they did. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's uh, there's stuff like that, and I felt like in the first one. Those those characters played like video game yeah, characters, yeah, and I agree. They, you weren't able to reason with them. Like I think the scene with Karen Gillan in the first one is they she feels like she has to beat up these two guys that are like at a, a hut of some yeah. sort or in a in a shack, and she can't talk to them. They yeah. just keep saying the same thing over and over. And then finally, she just has to like beat him up or something. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. remember much about it, but this is. It seemed like everybody played like a video game in that. And, and, and then this one, they kind of yeah, they go out and they also like I said, they have to contrive a lot of stuff in this because like I guess they just. It's almost like the writers are like, well, we need to have them be in different bodies because that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But because people liked them so much in the first one, the way they were, we need to get them back to those bodies. Because even in the scene where they decide to go back to the bodies. It doesn't necessarily make sense, like, who goes to what, because now, okay, so early on, we see a scene with Karen Gillan and Jack Black, mm-hmm. where they're at a pool of water, and it's, like, glowing, mm-hmm. and they both go into the water, and then when they shake hands or when they pull the other one out, they transfer bodies. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's what happened in this water, but you don't see it. All you see is them go in the water, then they come back out of the water. Yeah. No one explained anything before they jumped in the water. Right. So only Karen Gillan and Jack Black really know yeah. what's going on. So none of that scene really made a lot of sense other than we've got to get these people back in their bodies, and this is just going to be the way it is. Yeah, and I think a lot of the movies like that. Their reasoning isn't very good either. They, no. they uh, Spencer is inside of Aquafina, and this sounds really dirty. Uh, but, um, but hey, go Spence. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, Spencer's inside of Aquafina, and like, there's a point where somebody says, uh, "We can't have a neurotic in the thief or whatever." Yeah. And you're an absolute neurotic, and you're playing a thief, and it doesn't make sense and everything. And I was like, "Oh, well, okay, so it'll make sense to put Fridge in one of the the uh, athletic people, yeah. like the Rock or somebody like that, because you're not going to put the neurotic in the Rock." Yeah. And and uh, and so and, and it's really just an excuse to get them all back to the same thing. But if they were really thinking about this, they would have put all the. Mm-hmm. And really, honestly, there's not really any other place to put Bethany than Jack Black. Yeah. But like all the other characters could have had, you know, they could have figured out uh, what's my, what's your strength. Uh, well, I and, mean, but, but but I mean, Bethany could have been Aquafina. Yeah. And, and and then Danny DeVito could have been Jack Black. I mean, yeah. you could have done that. You could have done that, yeah. Uh, but, it, I, I mean, I'm glad they did it the way they did. Like That's what I'm saying. I mean, like I think this movie works just based on just the actors. Like, the actors are having a good time. They do well together. They're fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But but the overall movie itself, like the action scenes and the I guess the storyline, is definitely nowhere near as interesting as it was in the first one. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was, like, great in the first mm-hmm. one. But it did, like you're saying, it did seem to be put together a little better. Yeah, I just in the first one. I just don't or think second one. I just don't think Fred should be Kevin Hart again. I think Fred should be in somebody who's he's all, yeah. the whole. He he gets super excited when he's in the Karen Gillan body because yeah. he's able to jump around and of course he's able to touch boobs. Oh, but, that was that that was weird too because like a he definitely didn't do that right because we saw him the whole time. Yeah, because you know she's like don't touch my boobs. He's like oh I did that the first thing. Like, no, you didn't. No. Nope. You 100% didn't, so why are we even making that joke? Yeah, exactly. I totally believe he would because right. he's a you know he's a 19 year old kid or yeah, whatever. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, 
but uh, but yeah, no, you didn't do that. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. He's really excited. He's jumping around. Then he gets in Kevin Hart's body. He's excited. He's in Kevin Hart's body, even though he was pissed about it the whole time in the first and the other one. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden, he's like, "I'm so happy. I'm carrying your weapons." Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I just I don't man. Yeah, I don't get that. I I was I was I felt like they could have done that body switching thing. They could have done that each level or something they could have done some exactly. really fun things with that um and uh and 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 in the end it was just like oh yeah it's yeah. kind of amusing and they could have done a lot of things yeah and it is, i mean it I, I guess to a point i did think it was kind of interesting watching it that they they played with uh they played with gender a lot and they uh, other than like they did have some moments where like he made the comment about touching the boobs but uh, it was really interesting, like, when they showed the Aquafina character and you found out it was Spencer, there was no real weird moment. Like, the grandfather was kind of like, wait, that's not Spencer. And then when he realized it was, he was just kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they just start having conversations like it's completely normal. So I kind of like that the movie did had a, you know had enough sense to do it that way as opposed to, like, there's a lot of obvious jokes they could have made or it could have could have just gotten uncomfortable mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. And they d- they didn't go that route. So I like that they were able to play around that. And I think the actors are having fun getting to play these different characters. But like you said, they still could have switched the bodies up in a different way and it still would have been the same. I mean, you still would have had those good interactions. It just would have made more sense to the actual plot uh, or the story. Yeah, yeah. That was one thing when when they when they introduced that part, I really was like, Oh, this could open up a lot of things yeah, for and, them. But I did like I mean, I like Danny DeVito. I liked Aquafina doing her <laughs> doing yeah, She's really good. Aquafina she's really doing good. Danny doing DeVito. That. that sounds good. Uh there's that part they go back, they do a callback to the whole like which at this point, how would he not know what's going on? But um I did like that bit where they were trying to explain to him what he needed to do to get the to go down and get the jewel, mm-hmm. and then he kept going like, you know, wait, wait, so who who's Ming, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? And then and then after a couple of times, uh, I can't remember if it's The Rock or Karen Gillan, but they're like, do not ask me who Ming is again, <laughs> and he, you can tell he was about to. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> the reason why I like Kevin Hart so much in this is I think they gave the Danny Glover character a rich sort of like character yeah. and history and yeah. everything, so every time uh kevin hart starts talking of course the the big thing about him is he talks too slow <laughs> so like he's talking so he's he's the he's the guy who's the zoologist in this whole thing and he's always like you know when the ostriches come in yeah they're like what are, what is it we need to know about yeah. him? It's like, well here's an interesting fact about ostriches and, <laughs> yeah. and like he goes through the first like couple of innocuous things and then the third one is like oh yeah and if you attack them you will be attacked <laughs> and uh and uh and so like so that's one of the things that they keep talking about. But every time he goes into a story, it seems like he's got, he knows somebody who's done something like this <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And it's just always amusing and fun. Yeah. Cause there's that one part where the whole part where they break down that they need to get in different bodies. He says something like, you know, you, you know, uh, I can't, what was his name? What was, uh, was it miles? Uh, I think that's right. Yeah. So he was like, you know, and, and, and miles isn't helping us because he has all this information but he talks too slow. And then he's like, let me tell you why that is <laughs> my nephew, Carl, you know, and you're yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's just, uh, he's just fun. The, the, he's, his character is just so fun. And it, the felt, time. it felt less like, it felt like Kevin Hart was kind of giving a performance more than just being Kevin Hart, which Kevin Hart being Kevin Hart is funny. I mean, he's, he's been good in other things, mm-hmm. but this just felt, this felt different. 
um, which I appreciated. Yeah. Even different from the first, from the last movie where he was basically just Kevin Hart. Yeah, Danny Glo- uh, Danny Glover plays Milo. Milo, that's yeah. right. I knew it was a mile something. Yeah. Um. It, there is an interesting thing at the end too, where uh, yeah, I, I you know you, you could see this coming from a mile away, where uh, he's he he's telling him that he's telling Danny DeVito, you know, the reason why he came to see him was because he's dying and uh and he he wanted to get you know talk yeah. to him one last time and all that and you can see it from a mile away once he gets in the game he's going to stay in the game and that's how he's going yeah. to continue living forever and everything um but uh Danny DeVito ends up going back to the restaurant that they used to own which is now called like Nora's or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah and uh and uh, the i guess Nora is played by BB Newworth yeah who i haven't seen in forever I haven't seen her in forever but i'm wondering if there's like some uh some friendship that Danny DeVito and she have because obviously DeVito's married to Rhea Perlman yeah. who was on Cheers yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm wondering if that if Possibly. that casting came came about because of him, yeah. or if it was because oh, this would be kind of neat, and like it'd be kind of cool. It would have been kind of cool if it was Rhea yeah. Perlman. Yeah, re- that's true. <laughs> you know, but uh, are they still married? I think so. I, th- I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I what was interesting, uh, interesting like kind of side story, but uh, like I said, I hadn't seen BB Newworth in forever, but um, I will admit I watched The Masked Singer. Uh, you know, shun me all you want. Oh man. <laughs> Can't do can't do any more podcasting. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not really a reality guy, but for some reason that show just entertains me because I just and I watch it with my daughter, but mm-hmm. I, I just like to find out who the who the people are under the mask. But somebody, BB Newworth, to the best of my knowledge, is not on it. But somebody guessed her, mm-hmm. so I just randomly like hadn't seen BB Newworth, hadn't thought about BB Newworth in forever, and just randomly like Wednesday night, I saw like a like a photo of her on that show because somebody guessed she was one of the mm-hmm. one of the mass singers, and she looked exactly like she looks in this movie. So it was like a very current, <laughs> it was a very current photo. So then when she walks in, I was just like, it was like the craziest case of like deja vu because mm-hmm. I was like, wait, I've seen her recently, and she looked just like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just funny how stuff like that happens. Like yeah. it was within like a two day, like not even no, it was like within twenty four hours. Yeah, it's crazy how that happens. <laughs> I mean, I've I've had that happen before too, where it's like I haven't heard of this person in a long time then suddenly there's like news about that person and she's so good in that scene too i mean she's in like two minutes of that movie but it's like oh i like bb newworth i wish she was in more stuff and you know i had forgotten that uh she was in that original jumanji too oh oh yeah in fact she she... plays the same character oh so that that's they connected it yeah nice holy fuck i didn't even realize i didn't think about that either Uh, i mean i i know they're they're supposed to be in the same universe i assumed you know what's funny? Right. People listening to this podcast are going to be like, "Oh yeah, maybe they're like they're going to bring this up," and then it's like, "Are they ever going to bring yeah, it up? Yeah. Are they ever going to bring it up?" There have been many back in the day when I would when uh, before I was with you guys full time, I'd be listening to this incast at work, and I would text Bear and be like, "By the way, that's not right" or something. He'd be, and then he'd text me back like, "Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. and then like of course like three minutes later, you guys would well, say something correctly. One thing that happens during <laughs> these podcasts a lot is yeah. that I'll say something or somebody else will say something something and i'm like i'm not sure if that's true or not and so it'll yeah. take about three minutes to get yeah. to, to like to get all the information i'm sitting here like while you're talking looking up bb newworth <laughs> yeah. who on the imdb they don't even the imdb doesn't even know she's in this movie yeah like uh not yet anyway like nobody's entered her in and uh and so i click on it and i was like okay well i'll just look up the actress and then to see let's see if it's sh- if jumanji the next level shows up on her filmography by the time you guys are listening to this, she'll it'll probably be up there, but yeah. it's not right now. And uh, and like 
I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was in the original Jumanji. She played Nora something. Oh, that's a and that's a that's actually kind of a nice little uh, Easter egg to put in there because they don't they don't really bring a lot of attention to it. Yeah, I didn't even know they were like in the same like city or whatever. Yeah. I, maybe they're not. I don't well, know. and the, that's the one thing about the the credit scene that I saw. And yeah. I didn't go. I didn't. I didn't watch all the way to the end of the credits to see if there was anything else after that. But I saw that first one. Yeah. that shows yeah. up at least. If that, it may be the only. Hopefully, it's the only one. Uh, but uh, it does look like their plans for a sequel is to get it to where it does or the original Jumanji type stuff where. Uh, the stuff comes out into the real world again. Yeah, because it looks like uh, the what's all the, the ostriches and stuff. Are yeah, running yeah, around. yeah. It was uh, it was the main guy's mom. Uh, was the one that was down there with the guy fixing the furnace. Right, right. And the guy, the guy's like, oh, I'm a big, huge video game yeah. buff, so therefore I'll go over and just start <laughs> playing the game. I'll just start touching your shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, why don't you go fix the furnace? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just sitting there like, man, you must be a really big video game buff to just go over and just start playing somebody's yeah. old machine yeah. for like, no reason. Like, let's just be unprofessional as hell. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't care. I just I have to see what this video game machine is. Yeah. Um, um but uh yeah, and I'm I'm I mean and I even tweeted last night like I these are not great movies, but these are these are fun movies though. And mm-hmm. I would totally go see another one. And I do think these are better than the original. Uh you know, we we send uh the original, I guess before the last one yep, came before, out. Yeah. And uh, so I rewatched it uh, around that time, even though I don't think I worked on that one. But I rewatched it. I was like, ooh, this does not hold up. No. And I, I don't know if I really particularly liked it when it first came out. I mean, we were older. We were like 19 when it came out. Or I was 19 when it came out. But um, so it's not like it was a huge movie for me. Yeah. But I thought I remembered it being kind of fun. But then when we when we did it, though, it was just like, oh, this is not good at all. Yeah, yeah. And like even like Robin Williams isn't very good at it. You're just like, oh, this is just this is bad. Yeah. Um. So it's like I think that's probably also why Welcome to the Jungle was so amazing. Just right. Because you're like you went through this source material, which it's based on a book. Yeah, uh, it's based on the yeah. Chris Van Al- yeah, Chris yeah, yeah. Van Allsburg, who I brought up um, in uh, in a previous syncast a couple weeks ago when we were doing tom hanks and uh, polar express is yeah. another one that he was uh the caldecott award for illustrations uh which i should know he did polar express yeah he did polar express and jumanji and both of them i don't know if both won caldecott or if one was a runner-up or whatever but those uh pictures yeah. are are stunning and then Zathura is also kind of is that like a kind of a se- like a book sequel to Jumanji? Yeah, I've I've heard I, I've heard that Zathura is basically a a Jumanji sequel, sci-fi sequel or something. I don't know. I've I've never looked into it actually. When um, I, what is well, and it's really interesting too because obviously like Jumanji the the ninety five one. I mean, it was a decent hit. And uh, they were actually trying to get an, another one made, like around 2000. I don't think Robin Williams was actually going to be involved, though. It was actually it was something weird. It was like going to be like the vice president of the United States or the president of the United States, like get sucked into the game. It yeah, like, it was like this really bizarre, bizarre thing, and uh, and obviously they they weren't able to do it. Um, it's really interesting to think back to that because, like, if the 95 Jumanji came out today and did what it did, we'd probably already have, like, six of them. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the 90s, that just wasn't... Even in the 90s, like, the late 90s, they still weren't doing... That still wasn't, like, a franchise-driven kind of era. Like, 
you've got to get to like Harry Potter and stuff like that before it really starts like, you know, studios really purposefully trying to create these franchises. It felt like at least. Yeah, it did feel like uh, a lot of times they would sort of read the tea leaves on some of these big hits and yeah. say, did, did people really go out and see this because they liked it or did they yeah. go out and see it? And and it made its money, and now do we make a sequel to it because it made so much money, or should yeah. we just hold off because it doesn't look like people really were that yeah. into it? Uh, I'm sure there were a few sequels though that got through that slipped oh, through the, cra sure. the cracks, but uh, you're right it, that yeah, a movie like that today would be an instant sequel. Yeah, well, and then too, we were they were still trying to spend less on sequels, which now that's not the case at all. Like they're spending way more on mm -hmm. the because they're they're having to and they are. I mean, they're signing cast members to like multiple contracts and stuff like that from the get go just to make it a little. Uh, more cost effective but like you think about something like indiana jones and the last crusade like that was a huge hit mm -hmm. and i mean you i mean if that was like you know 20 years later you would have had another indiana jones movie two years later yeah of course or, you have the yeah you're right i mean there, there should have been and i guess spielberg since the since indiana jones has always relied on spielberg lucas and ford all having yeah. the same schedule and everything yeah, yeah. uh like I feel like Spielberg right after that was like, okay, it's time to win my Oscar. It's time yeah, to yeah. do this. And you know, and, uh, and, and all those elements became harder for all of them to get to, together. That's why it yeah. took crystal skull so long to get yeah. made. Cause they made what well, Darabont wrote the script for that thing in the nineties or something yeah, like something that. Something like that. So it was ready. I mean, they were ready to do one and it's it was always, that, and it was always crystal skulls too. Right. I believe it oh, was. I have no idea if it was always that some variation but, on it probably, but I know that I know that it went through all sorts of various super rewrites and everything. And then they had, to, then they were like, okay, we'll finally got Spielberg, Lucas and Ford all together yeah. again. And they finally did another one. But, uh yeah you're right i think it would have i think we would have had like yeah three or four of these things uh, back yeah. in the day if it did come out today and i don't know if that's a bad or good thing i'm just you know but yeah but it's just interesting to well think. if it, the, the jumanji that we saw <laughs> yeah. if it had come out we would have seen three more of those and type of probably Jumanjis. wouldn't have been very good yeah meanwhile <laughs> they did a completely different thing with this one but so. this but this this seems to be very rare that stuff like this happens because we joke all the time about like especially these comedy sequels that are like 15 years later and they're just awful, like Zoolander and Anchorman and all that crap, you know. And this, you would have just assumed that this was going to fall in the same boat. But now they've actually made two that are are not bad. Mm -hmm. And I mean, maybe that's not, we're not seeing its praises. I mean, these, these are never going to be like A's, but uh, it's still a fun time. Uh, by the way, yes, Zathura is a direct sequel to Jumanji okay. that Chris Van Allsburg wrote, and then they John Favreau made the and movie. a pretty good movie. I, I haven't seen it in yeah, forever. Yeah, it was that 2005 year, so I probably was down on it. But I mean, it's I mean, it's kind of like this. Like, it's not going to blow your socks off, but it's a it's a it's a perfectly fine movie. It probably like if, as far as the Favreau, uh, you know, filmography goes, it would definitely fall somewhere on the upper echelon. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you were somewhere in the middle. Maybe yeah, middle, I don't know. middle, probably I don't middle. Know. Yeah, yeah, Somewhere, uh, a little have, better than Jungle that, he Book. would be. He would be good. To, he would be good to kind of like look back at sometime because he's got such a weird eclectic. Well, uh, and I forget he's did like I I I still forget he did Lion King. Like, yeah, you know, like this year's Lion King. Like I just totally forget. Well, that he's until become I see his name pop up. He's become that to go to big name like big franchise director guy, which is so weird. Yeah. 
because we all got introduced to Favreau. Most of us got introduced yeah, yeah, to Favreau yeah. through Swingers. For sure. And uh, it's just weird to, to see that type of thing. So, yeah, he's like a big Hollywood producer. Yeah, because his first Made, was that his directorial I think that debut? was his directorial, yeah, Made was. Because Swingers was Lehman or Lyman. Lyman, yeah. yeah. Doug Lyman. And, uh, yeah, Made Made was his first. and then uh, got, So, anyway, Jumanji. <laughs> In fact, th- this would be fitting if he directed this. But yeah. this and this was, uh, it's Jake Kasdan came back mm-hmm. to do this. Um, this is and this is an inter- that's interesting for him too because another he, guy he, he did a lot of smaller stuff like he did like uh, what was the one with Jack Black and uh, Colin Hanks that he oh did? Orange County yeah that might have even been his first movie no he did oh, zero no, no, oh, effect. oh my god he did zero effect yeah. that's right uh, oh, that's terrible they, uh, I've I've you know frequently mentioned zero effect on this podcast and uh, I I. I've also said out loud, I don't know if there you can yeah. even call that a cult hit because where's the cult? The yeah. <laughs> cult, the cult is in this room. Exactly. Yeah, when I said terrible, I meant terrible that I forgot. No, no, yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, I even I even I even wrote a, I don't know if it's gonna make it, but a a script we're currently working on. I I made a Bill Pullman uh, zero effect reference. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um But yeah, Jumanji. So let's get back to Jumanji after thirty yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah. Uh no, it, it, I, I think this is I think this is, like I said, there's some story issues, but I think if you're talking about a movie delivering exactly what you just assume it's going to deliver, this gets pretty close. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting this to be like a classic. Mm -hmm. Um, I was expecting this to be maybe slightly less than the first, than the last one, maybe, maybe right around the same. And I think that's basically what we got. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely less. Yeah. I, I was, I I think I was solid. I think without Kevin Hart, this is a C plus. Yeah. movie like i'm like yeah just throw your arms uh, hands up in the air and yeah. go yeah and then and then kevin hart comes in and does his danny glover stuff and that just elevates yeah. it slightly and i mean if we're talking me. about recent stuff that we've watched where we've kind of been in this range i enjoyed this more than like zombie land uh yeah the, like double tap uh you know that kind of was that's kind of where this ranking's going like the grading's going so um it's it's you know it's it's pretty middle of the road but it it has more highs than lows i would say uh as far as the the comedy goes yeah and the and like this cast is clearly having a lot of fun together and for me that's always going to be that's always going to get a lot of the grade just because i mean that's always fun to watch mm-hmm. you know just uh, just a cast just gelling so well uh it's kind of like it's almost kind of like it was kind of like guardians of the galaxy volume two was something that kept popping in my head because that's not a movie I particularly enjoy the story, but I enjoy watching the characters. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of got the same vibe um, with this one. Karen Gillan's part of both of those, man. That's true. I didn't even think about that until now. Cause yeah, she's Nebula. Mm-hmm. She's a, she's a, I guess like I guess she's like an A list actress now. I don't I don't really. Know. I wouldn't call her A list. I, I don't I don't know what. I, it's so different now. Like yeah, I wouldn't call her A list. Uh, she I, like I think of A list as someone that if you put their name on the poster, they sell the movie. And Karen Gillan wouldn't do that. But she definitely finds her way into big movies. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And she does. I'm, and I'm happy about and that. And I'm yeah, definitely not saying anything bad about Karen Gillan. I I like her and everything that I've seen her in and she's in the big short for a, like a little a brief moment um in that movie yeah um, i guess her uh yeah she, she's in uh she's in, <laughs> she's in that mirror movie yeah yeah the oculus the oculus yeah. that, that was the first time i ever saw because i'm not a doctor who person yeah yeah doctor who, yeah obviously doctor who is the one where like a lot of people How, first saw her i was trying to think though what the age difference there is a scene it, she was 87 so she's 32 how old is the rock oh yeah he's uh let me see if i can guess this Okay. Uh, I think he is was born in maybe seventy one, seventy two. Okay. 
He, uh, but uh, yeah. So there's a 15 year difference. There is a kiss in this movie that I'm. It just. It was kind of gross. I don't. No. Know. <laughs> I don't know. 16 year difference. No, it's, I mean, I'm, I mean, it's really not. It, I don't know why it was kind of gross. I don't know what it was about it, but it just. I was just like, it, for some reason, I usually don't do this. If, Maybe it's having. If a it had been now. Bethany, yes, <laughs> that would have grossed me out well, a little bit. And there is the stuff with Bethany and Colin Hanks because. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although nothing ever happens, but there's clearly uh there's a there's a Colin Hanks going. Eh, I wish I was younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> No, it's fine. I mean, it's it's perfectly not as obscene as a lot of these age. Like, it's it definitely not as crazy as um as a uh, Jason Statham and uh, what's her name being brother and sister growing oh, up together. Oh, uh, yeah, Vanessa Kirby. <laughs> yeah, it's not as it's not as egregious as that. Yeah, but uh, it was just what when it happened. That was just the first thing. Maybe like I said, maybe this is just having a daughter. The first thing that popped in my head was like, wait, how much older is he then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, it's fine. Um, okay. Well, yeah, that, I mean, like, like the movie itself, we were all over the place on that one. Exactly. But but that's totally fine. That's what you come here for. (laughs) What did you think about this movie? Uh, go to Syncast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook or CinemaSins Twitter or Music Video Sins Twitter, SoundCloud, Reddit. Uh, on Reddit, there is a link to a Discord if you want to go to the Discord. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can also go to Facebook and private message me and I will give you a link to the discord um jonathan uh you can reach me on twitter at sam loomis 13 you can also hear me every week on behind the sins with uh aaron dicer and danae hughes i forgot their names for a second there that was weird mm-hmm. uh, it happens if you had, if you'd asked me point blank what their names were i would have forgotten to isn't that always the case though it's like you know everything about somebody who am i thinking about (laughs) oh yeah geez why did you ask me like my wife does that all the time and asks her who sings this and she's like you know if you hadn't actually asked me that question i would have known but it's like how does that make sense like you clearly weren't thinking about it or you know yeah (laughs) um but uh that'll do it for this mini pod of uh, jumanji the next level uh it's chris atkins and jonathan watkins we'll see you next time thanks for listening Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. thing in Murfreesboro around that area where on weeknights during the school year um I I guess I mean that's just because in the summer they change it but during the school year it seems like they don't have anything past like eight o'clock which I've never seen that before theaters usually almost always do nine or ten o'clock but I guess they just figured nobody maybe just nobody goes to them on like Tuesdays it's possible yeah Yeah. so Um. uh so they never have like a they never have a later showing on Thursday night. So, like, if they don't do one of these four o'clocks, I can't go. You know, I usually can't go see two. Did you see that TL, the Last Jedi crap with Daisy Ridley and John Boyega? Um, I, yeah, I saw uh, snippets of some article that J.J. Abrams said something about and that Daisy Ridley said it was it was like fun again to do yeah. this movie. And I guess she didn't have a good experience on Last Jedi. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't read. I didn't read completely into it. See, because no. the, the article I saw this was this was hilarious to me. The article I saw, the guy who I don't know, it might have been girl. I don't remember who wrote it, but they took snippets 
from interviews that were done before Last Jedi came out. Oh, before where, it came because out. they announced. Well, I now there might have been some stuff since then, but this was the part I read because they obviously did press before Last Jedi, and it was announced that Abrams was coming back around that time. Mm-hmm. And so Boyega and Ridley said, "Oh, cool, we love JJ." Oh, we worked with him on Force Awakens. Really glad he's back. Yeah. And uh, it appeared to me that the way the, ri- the writer took those snippets, which, like I said, the movie hadn't even come out yet. Mm-hmm. No one has an opinion about this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, made it kind of inferred that that was them saying okay. Ryan Johnson sucks mm-hmm. and they hated The Last Jedi. I'm, I'm sure they've said some stuff since then. I know Boyega said something yesterday about how this is just getting ridiculous and out of hand. Yeah. And, like just go watch the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and and I mean the, the yeah the only thing that I had I had really seen was that Abrams said that you know the Last Jedi took this turn uh, this uh, yeah and and he didn't say anything bad about it no but, not at all but they were just they everybody wanted to launch into it because Last Jedi yeah. is is one of the most divisive movies that yeah. has ever come out. Um, and that was definitely a current interview, but that one, yeah, he, he even complimented it's, it's Ryan, right? Yeah. He complimented Ryan on, uh, he said, there's a lot of things Ryan did that I wouldn't be able to do in this movie if Ryan hadn't set the right say, you know, it's like nice stuff and people, t- yeah, it's, people are crazy. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no point in getting this bent out of shape on a movie ever. And, and- and it's I, both ends too, because you even have people like adamantly defending Ryan Johnson where there's no need to, like because mm-hmm. JJ didn't say anything. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, obviously Ryan Johnson will be okay. I mean, Knives Out, <laughs> Knives Out is a huge. Hit. He might have a new franchise. Yeah. So I, I didn't know he was such a mystery buff. Although he did Brick, which Brick mm-hmm. is kind of a. I mean, it's like a neo noir kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember if I liked that movie. I got to be honest. I've seen it once. I saw it a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, me too. I, I think I might have seen it Belcourt or something. But um, but he was on a recent podcast called Pure Cinema Podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, they were just talking about their favorite mysteries, and that's a big genre for me. Mm-hmm. So and it, so it was just I like that he's bringing these movies to light. You know, like like he might. They were even kind of joking with him. Like, there's this great movie from the '70s called Last of Sheila. Have mm-hmm. you ever heard of this? Mm-hmm. It was written by Stephen Sondheim. I, I never can pronounce that guy's name right. The and um, is, Anthony, it, is that the music guy? Yeah, Stephen Sondheim. Yeah, apparently he was a huge mystery boss. Mm-hmm. So he wrote it. And Anthony Perkins. These are the two that really. Wrote, yeah, and and Anthony Perkins. I don't believe is in the movie. But it's like uh, it's got a great. It's like Richard Benjamin, James Coburn's in it. Diane. Um, wait, what is her bossy? No, no, no. The one from um, she's in Death Trap. She was in Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag for some reason. That's what just popped. Diane in my head. Cannon. Yes, Diane Cannon. That's Thank a you. Fosse. That's a Diane Fossey, and I think that's like the the chick who studied gorillas that Sigourney oh, that, that might be right. Sigourney Weaver <laughs> played right. in Gorillas in the Mist. Uh-